Hello and welcome to episode 30 of What's the Call podcast. That's right, episode 30 people. We didn't we didn't forget. We're still we're still here. We're still here. Shout out to our shot callers. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. With me I have. Yeah, Chuck. How's everybody doing? And we also have hmm, that's it. Just us that's two. <laughs> you uh, know. R.I.P. Dimitri. R.I.P. Dimitri couldn't make it. He might make it later on. We don't know yet, but for now, R.I.P. He's, he's had a pretty good run, 2019 to 2020. What's the call, Dimitri? <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I, I think we, I think we, we should start hosting some tryouts. I think we should because we were talking about this when he had the baby. Like we were like, oh, you know, this might be like an extended period of like, you know, we're not gonna have him. Which is crazy because when that happened, we were putting out episodes left and right. Mind you, he's having this newborn. Yep. And it's funny, as soon as sports comes back, all three of us get busy and then we can't make this happen. Sorry, we'll get better. Literally, as soon as sports comes back, the week of, every week we have not been able to put something together. Yep. So it's okay, though. Shot callers, we are back. We're going to try to make this weekly again, hopefully. Yes, God definitely. Willing. And if and if we can, we'll start doing more. We'll do like some guests or maybe. Um, I, I've been thinking this. I haven't run this by you guys yet, but like, we can always do like our own like solo things, and I can always just put them up as just like little snippet episode type deals. Like, and you send it to me, I upload it, do all that other stuff. I, I don't know, just in case, because like for you, you know, you're the big hockey soccer guy. We will be talking about hockey guy. today. Uh, we were talking hockey today. I am prepared. I like it. Have a good conversation. But, like, when stuff's really happening, you know, you can really just go off on a tangent and just really go off and record for, like, 20 minutes of just straight hockey talk for all of our fans. And we'll let them know, like, hey, this is, like, a little bonus episode type deal. Tough solo. So, I've been – because I've been thinking that, too, for, like, wrestling and stuff because I'm, yeah. like, the wrestling correspondent. You like, are. So, so – uh, I'm trying to think of ways to continue putting out content without also like if we all three of us can't do it, we just got to roll with the punches. Yep. Solo or uh, duets. Yeah. You know, right now we're rocking the, the two, the dynamic duo. The duo. That's right. All right. Demetrius going to be upset when he hears this and he's, he's <laughs> missing out on all, all, all the fun. This is a good episode too. It's Cause it's no, <laughs> <laughs> it's number 30 number 30 it's a big number big number so you know we're going to talk about number 30 the best players um i got some questions to ask you later on right. i know we, we don't normally finish with that so we'll hold off just in case that dimitri does come on with that but let's start off with some shout outs let's do it do you have anyone you want to shout out you want me to go first um one big shout out uh was last night i think it was last night um chicago white Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito through the first no-hitter of 2020. There's a good chance this is the only no-hitter of 2020. I was surprised we even got one. I was very so surprised. I. When I saw this, I was I was generally excited. I don't I know you know a little more about him than I do. Um but I don't know him too well. But I was just excited that somebody had a, a no-hitter. Well, I was surprised because um, he was very, very dominant too. Very dominant because I think he only threw a hundred pitches in 
in the whole game. 100 pitches, dominant, striking people. The, the amount of swings, like swings and misses he had was crazy, I heard. Um, so, yeah. And also, I was a little upset with him because the guy that I'm going up against in fantasy, well, in one of my fantasy leagues, he had him and got like 50 points with him, and I was pissed because mm-hmm. uh, I completely lopsided the whole matchup this week. But I'm going to get it back. That's all right, though. Uh, I do actually have one other shout-out to our third musketeer, Dimitri Vasquez. Actually made it. Did not miss it a whole lot. Welcome. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What I pulled through. Pulled through. That's good. We we almost brought on a co-host. We almost had tryouts. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah, we, we're just we're, we're just going in saying how upset you're gonna be when you listen to the dynamic duo just kill this episode <laughs> without you. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't need me. I'm just the extra fat on the on the, the steak. Nah, you need that fat on the steak, man. That's all the flavor right there. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't miss much. We just got just went through our intro. We we're just throwing mad shade against you, but now we're here. We're all three of us are here. We're you're right in the shout out segment. You got oh, any shout outs? Um, yeah, shout out to all the people who are uh, taking a stand. The WNBA joined the NBA and MLB. Um, I thought it was pretty good to see. And MLS. And MLS. MLS called off tonight's game, too. Yeah, so um, it's a big issue, apparently. You know, um, actually, I forgot the Detroit Lions also. um, Oh, yeah, called off practice. Called off practice. You know, that's as much as they can do right now, so. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good, uh, but yeah, uh, it's just something that I, I think needs to be done. Like, you know, just I don't know what it's going to take, but hey, hey, we're here, so and we're talking about it. So very true. I mean, but not everyone in MLB though. The Mets are playing right now. Some players. teams, some teams are playing. I think most teams were playing today, except for. Like the yeah, Reds, the Brewers. The some of the later uh, games. Yeah, the later games. Uh, I mean, a- mm-hmm. NHL's been playing the whole night. But it's a little different, I guess. Most of our players are not American, and they're not playing in America. But uh, I know they have made some stands. They have made some comments. Um, but they are playing tonight. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think that they would stop anything. Yeah, so. but NBA, like you said, it's different. A lot of the players that are playing NHL are foreign players. Yeah, and you know they already got a lot of stuff happening in their countries, and now they're playing in 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 Canada. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of different. But the NBA, I mean, I was I was surprised that it was like it was like widespread so fast. Like the brewer, oh, yeah. like uh, the brewers, the Bucks did it fast, and then it was just like done deal for everyone yeah. else. Just everyone dropped. Um, the funny, the crazy I, part about it is, it I think it would have had more of an effect if the bubble wasn't in, in play. Because mm-hmm. you know, if they if they would to do this, if there were fans in the stands and 
it would have it would have had more of a catastrophic feel. But since it's in the bubble, there's no fans going to the games. I'm not gonna miss out. So, you know, it's just turning on TV. Maybe the sponsors are gonna feel it mm-hmm. a little bit from the the commercials. But yeah, that's about it. I, I think you're right. I think if it wasn't, um, you know, if it wasn't in the bubble, I don't think they would have done it. I think they mm-hmm. were made public stands before, during, and after the game. But I think they will play the games. Yeah. But, hey. That's it. I'm going to follow. Uh, well, I know we're going to talk about that later, too. I, 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 well, my shout-out I wrote down a couple days ago, but now I don't even know if we're going to end up having an NBA season. I mean, it's we don't know yet. I guess we could talk about it. But I was going to shout out Donovan Mitchell for just mm. going off and no one talking about him because everyone's talking yeah. about Dame Dollar and playoff <laughs> P and Paul George. No one's talking about about Donovan Mitchell going back-to-back 50 spots on the Nuggets yeah. and putting and the hurting on them. No one, no one's talking Michael about Jordan, it. Right? Jordan and uh, I think Oscar Allen Robinson. Anderson. Oh, was that like? Okay. It was either it was either Robertson or Iverson. It, it, it ended in the sun. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, he he went off, and no one's giving him love. So I'm gonna just give him a quick shout out. And uh, yeah, that's that's that. All right. So what are um, we gonna jump with, guys? I want to do an anti shout out, a not shout out. <laughs> Wait, to... is that a rant? No, not really. No, it's not long enough for a rant. To, oh, so yeah. oh, so, so now I, I also have one as well then. Because I was going to save it for the rant, but it's also not that long as it rant. It's not that long. So, it's not a rant. It's more of an anti-shout out or a RIP to a former Cincinnati Reds announcer, Tom Brenneman, <laughs> who, without fans in the stands, still managed to say something incredibly inappropriate that I can't even really say on the podcast. He was caught on the hot mic quote um one of the gay slurs capitals of the world and and he said the slur and it was on national tv everybody heard it oh my god <laughs> one of those words up there that you just you cannot say and uh he was basically fired mid-game he had to give his resignation speech in the middle of our home run call and uh it's just, it's crazy um, that this happened. Um, I, a part of me kind of wants to know what city he was talking about, which gay capital of the world he was talking about, because it's, it's not Cincinnati. I can tell you that. I've never been there. I can't remember who they were playing, but it was not, I, I, like, I just, it just, it's crazy. I think it, it seemed like it was like a side conversation that yes. he was having with somebody in the control room and said that, and I guess I don't know. He could have been set up for that. I'm about like, to say because he's because he's in the business where like everything's always being recorded. Yes. Like you should never say anything with a live mic, or if you think it's even if it, you don't think it's live mic, it's always a live mic. Mm-hmm. So don't say that word. It's so inappropriate. <laughs> Do you know why that's that's a term for gay people? It's because it's an English term for little like sticks that you use to burn and make big fires. It's about burning I thought, I thought, thought it was cigarettes. Cigarettes or anything that lights on fire. Uh, okay. That's funny. Well, I mean, 
So yes, if, if he was, let's say he was a reporter for, um, you know, uh, the Premier League or cricket, yeah, he can get by with saying that because it is actually a pretty common term in England. But it doesn't mean what it means in the United States. And Tom Brennerman did not mean it the way they mean it in England. <laughs> yeah, have fun being like the commentator for like the Long Island Ducks or something like that. He's not going to make it in the other MLB team or nothing like that. He's going to never be... ever again. Nah, he's I, done I, deal. I, I hear he might talk at the uh, Republican convention sometime this week. Oh. Oh. No, I'm just I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, you see how that is that bad? That it might be real. It might be real. Well, said so they invited him. That's like a special guest. <laughs> God. That's funny. I actually had a, you're right. I, had, I also have an anti shout out as well. Because I was going to use it as my rant, but it's not that long. Um, Joanna Cespedes. A lot has happened since the last time we recorded. We haven't really spoken about this. He said that he left because of COVID. I don't know. My man wasn't really doing that good. He's like, I'm just going to try to c- collect my money this year, and I'm going to be out, and then next year I'm going to sign up for a different team. So we're never going to see him again as a Met, I'm pretty sure. Wait, hold but the on. Way to, but the Cespedes way or Strowman? Cespedes. Oh, the way it to, sounds the, like you're talking about Strowman. No, 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 no. Strowman did it the right way. He let the officials know. He also was coming back from injury, though. Cespedes was here playing and just didn't show up. Didn't tell anybody. He just didn't show up to, to the game. And then hours later, it makes it seem like he was, like, taken or something or he was possibly dead the way that they put it out. We had no idea what was happening with him. But he just was like, oh, I'm, I'm afraid of COVID out of nowhere. Look, why wouldn't you tell somebody? He, when they went to go knock on his door, his stuff was gone. He was gone. He was on a flight back to his house, like like back to his ranch. You know what I mean? Like he could have done the right thing, at least said something to somebody. So it still it still kind of bothers me. And I, I've had it written down in this book for a while because mm. we haven't recorded it. So I just wanted to do an anti shout out to him because, yeah, COVID, you know, it's still pretty serious. But I think it's just because he was playing like ass and he just wanted a quick out. He was playing awful. But you know what? On the bright side, Dom Smith has been playing great. So, did thank he, you. Did he get paid, um, Cespedes? He probably still does with that monster deal. They got to pay him something, I'm sure. After yeah, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if I think baseball deals are guaranteed. Yeah, I think he's still getting that money, man. Yeah. So, no shout-out to him. <laughs> the anti-shout-out. Anti-shout-out. I have a question from one of our uh, – Shot callers. Um, if the Mets win the World Series, or if any team wins the World Series and, and people backed out on that team because of COVID, do they get a ring? Mm. I think it'll probably be up to the team. I think he probably would. I think he would still get one. Well, I don't think the Mets are going to win just because they got... No, I'm just saying... Uh, any, the, the, they got doubleheaders shut out yesterday by the Marlins. No, we didn't. They they split. They split. What are you talking no, about? Br- they split yesterday. No, they didn't. They lost yesterday. They lost both games? No, they didn't. They got shut out both games yesterday. 
Nah, I'm, about to pull it up. I'm about to pull it up right now. Braves fan. <laughs> Yo, John Birdie sold home plate on them. Let's Who steals home? He sold second, third, and home. That's little league. No, but that like uh, that's going for like all sports. Like Avery Bradley uh, didn't come back to the bubble. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right, Chuck. You're right. I thought they split. Speaking right. of Mets, though, right. I do I do want to give one uh, serious shout out. Um, big Mets fan, uh, one of my close friends, grandfathers, uh, Lawrence Clyde, huge Mets fan. Unfortunately, passed away last night. Um, of natural causes. He was of old age, but uh, he was a huge Met fan. And uh, when I was talking to my friend about it, he said, after he saw how the Mets played last night, he decided just to call it quits. And I swear that's natural cool. Oh but, my God. Uh, a, a real recipe is Lawrence Clyde. RIP. Oh, yeah. We also RIP to you, Dimitri. Sorry about that. All right, so where do we go from here, boys? Um, I guess just go through the sports. Uh, briefly, I'm going to go into soccer. I know it's not strong point, um, but the big uh, UEFA Champions League finished the other day on Sunday with um, Bayern Munich beating Paris Saint-Germain one nothing in the finals. I think this is the sixth, maybe seventh, um, Champions League that Bayern Munich has won. Um, it was almost interesting. Uh, the semifinals, uh, I mean, PSG and Munich are two huge teams in Europe. But the other two teams that lost in the semifinals were Lyon, which is a French team, and Lisping. Red Bull Lisping. We almost had a Red Bull Lisping and Lyon as the Champions League final. It's just supposed to be the best of the best in the world. Um, UEFA, which is basically the FIFA of Europe, was probably very excited to end up being Munich and PSG. But I was just excited that, that they were able to finish it. Um, I think Munich deserved to win. It was a one nothing game. It wasn't very exciting. Um, but it, it was probably the biggest soccer game, I would say, of the year. Uh, the Champions League final, when there's no international tournaments like the Euro Cup or the World Cup, Champions League final is the biggest soccer game of this season. Um, and uh, a big news, which could be bigger than any other free agency that's ever happened in the United States, Messi wants to leave Barcelona. Now, a couple of years ago, or about a year or two ago, Ronaldo wanted to leave Real Madrid, and he went to Juventus, an Italian team. It's pretty surprising. Uh, but now Messi wants to leave Barcelona, and the heavy favorites to sign him are Manchester City. Now, Manchester City is part owner of New York City Football Club, which plays in the MLS. So in order for them to sign Messi, they want Messi to sign a contract where he plays about three or four years for Manchester City in Europe, in England, in the Premier League, and then retires, plays his last couple of years what? in New York City. Now, Ronaldo has said he wants to play for the MLS. He wants to finish his career in the United States. If we could see Ronaldo and Messi in a couple seasons in the MLS, nah, that's me interesting. That would be. Is the MLS, like, considered, like, the M- 
like Europe's league for the NBA. That's what I was um, thinking. Too. <laughs> kind of. It's a thing for you know um, developmental American players to start, and then a lot of them move on. There's, especially some of the younger Americans have been doing pretty well in um, in Europe, but it's also seen as a league for the top international players to come and finish their careers. Um, Frank Lampard, uh, David Beckham, um, Alice Pirlo, just to name a couple of recent ones. Um, Wayne Rooney even came over here as well. Wayne so, Rooney. To see Messi Abernado possibly in the next couple of years in the MLS, even though, yeah, they'll be past the prime. It's going to be interesting. I mean, this is nothing new. Pele did the same thing. Um, granted, it wasn't the MLS. It was the North American Soccer League, but he finished his career out here in New York. So to see Messi and Orbanado do it, I'd be all about it. So basically, this is like the equivalent. This is like the equivalent of when T Mac and Stefan Marbury went to China and became mm-hmm. like gods over there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very interesting. But how much money are they going to be giving him, though? He's probably going to be like the most money they've ever given a player. Probably. Most likely. Yeah, but so the way the MLS works it out, uh, when David Beckham came over to the LA Galaxy a few years back, the MLS changed its salary cap where you're allowed to have three players called designated players that do not count against your salary cap. So you can just pay them whatever, whatever your they're... organization can afford. It doesn't count against your salary cap. Wow. So he's he's looking like hundreds of mil, right? I, no, not from the MLS. No, but he will probably be no, the highest said, paid in history. No, but you said he if he signed with like Man U, right? That was the team. No, uh, Man City is the Man City. If Man City wouldn't, and the bulk of his like run would be with them. Wouldn't mm-hmm. they be the ones paying him? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he and what about when he at goes? At fifty and... mil a year for Man City. When he comes here, I don't know. Uh, no, nowhere close. I would say ten yeah. mil tops. Yeah, MLS doesn't have that money. Mil. He can't still be getting paid for another slot. Yeah, it, it's gonna be NYC paying him. But yes, they are owned by Man City and the Yankees, but they're not going to give him fifty mil a year. Wow, that's that's crazy. I wonder why the move. I wonder why he want maybe just to switch it up. Yeah, he I wants mean, to get paid. Yeah, uh, he's played in Barcelona his entire career, so like he's not. I'm sure he's not worried about being getting paid. He's probably one of the yeah. highest paid paid athletes in the world. Yeah, he's and, probably and like he in the top, in top three pay him as much as they could. He might be like what top three, top five highest paid athletes. Yeah. In the world, me. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he's he's losing any sleep over money, but there's got to be like like you know there's got to be something maybe hidden. I don't I, know. I hear he doesn't like the Barcelona coach, and part of it, I think he likes the Man City coach. So I think that's why he's looking at Man City, but they wanted to include NYC to kind of get that popularity. Very, we going to those games or what? Oh, I would go to every one of those games if Messi or Ronaldo came. Uh, Ronaldo is linked to Miami 
if he does come to the MLS, it'll probably be Miami, which is that's a perfect um, fit for him. Yep, and it's partly owned by David Beckham. Um, and also 2016, the World Cup is going to be in the United States. So if these Wait, guys come over, twenty what? You said twenty. Uh, sorry, tw- uh, twenty twenty six. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah. So if these guys come over in twenty twenty four and they play twenty twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, like that's a huge buildup to the U.S. World Cup. Wow. Okay. Okay. Do you so know where could be, it's going to be? Could be big. Um, it, it's going to be all over the U.S. In, I think it's U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Uh, most games will be in the U.S. And I'm sure they'll play. The game in each major city, at least. Nice. Uh, Yankee Stadium? I'm sure they'll play. uh, Actually, no, probably not Yankee Stadium. Only because Yankee Stadium is not really soccer regulation size. They make it work for the MLS. They'll make it work for the NYCFC. But they won't do it for the World Cup. They'll probably put it uh, MetLife. MetLife. MetLife? They could fit more people and it'll be regulation size. Yeah, that's right there too. They could do that. That'd be crazy. Any other so, soccer news? I got nothing. I know, Aaron. You talked. You were ready for hockey talk. I am. I got. I got my my hockey notes. You want to bring us in? I got. I'm ready for you. Yeah, you know, I've been uh, loving the playoffs. I don't know about you guys. I watch almost every game for the really? playoffs. Um, I I have caught – I'm not going to lie right now. I have caught two games. <laughs> That's more than I watched last year already. So I'm off to a good start. Two games. Look, there's a lot of stuff on right now. There's a lot All going right? on. So the fact that I caught two games is pretty impressive. What two games have you caught? They're both Islander games. Okay. And that's what I was going to bring up was that, you know, some of my biggest takeaways, I was looking at some of the stats, looking at the highlights, you know, I was getting myself prepared. Islanders looking nice right now. They are. Um, very good, very well-rounded team, very well-coached. Um, the executives are the best in the game. They need to figure out their safety situation going forward, but right now that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, tonight they were down 3 nothing early to Philly, but came back and tied it, went to overtime, and just lost in overtime. Uh, so right now they're tied 1-1 with Philadelphia, um, who's the number one seed. And that's what I'm saying. They're playing I, them pretty pretty close right now. They are. I think they could take Philadelphia. Um, that'll bring them up against either Tampa Bay or Boston. My bet is Tampa Bay. If it's Tampa Bay, I think Tampa Bay's going to beat them. If it's Boston, I think they have a good shot. Uh, but yeah, they are looking good. They did very well against Washington. Oh, they 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 washed, washed Washington. Washington. Ovechkin was non-existent. Nah, they weren't messing with my man. Nah, they weren't messing with my man Anthony uh, Beauvale. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Beauvale, Bo? How do you say it? <laughs> I think you're right. Is is that how you say I, it? Yes. All I know is he's been scoring a lot of hell, a hell of a lot of goals. That's all I know. The game I watched, he scored like two goals. So, so he's definitely doing his thing. You watch any of the West Coast games? 
No, I did not watch any of the. I watched. I looked at the highlights to get prepared, but that was about it. Who's the favorite out of the West? But right now, it's actually Vegas. It's probably the Vegas. favorite. Uh, Vegas just crushed it in the uh, round robin round, the first round. Um, and they killed and the Blackhawks. They, they crushed the Blackhawks. It wasn't even close. But now Corey right Crawford now. was killing it. He was killing it, which is like if you look at like his stats and stuff, like he was still doing. Look. All I know is I remember playing with him in NHL, like on in PlayStation. So the fact that he's still doing his thing, I was like, all right, okay, I see you. But they yeah. still crushed them. Yeah, they did. Their their offense is great. Um, but they're tied right now with uh, Vancouver. They're tied one one. They should beat Vancouver. They're much better than Vancouver. Uh, and then there's Dallas and Colorado, and actually Dallas is winning, which uh, surprised me because I thought Colorado was gonna take that. They have Two great young players in McKinnon and Lagasag. Um, but Dallas is up and Dallas is looking good. I still think Vegas is going to take it out of the, east, out of the West. Um, my bet is Tampa from the East. That was my bet as soon as the playoffs started. It was going to be Tampa and Vegas. And let's be honest, when you think about hockey, you think about Tampa Bay, Florida, and Las Vegas, Nevada in August, right? Or it's just me? Wait, when when will the playoffs be? September? I mean, not the playoffs. Um, like the, the end of like the, cup. the end of the season, like the cup. Yeah, probably by like September, mid September. Yeah, like mid September. Man, I don't know. I'm taking Islanders looking good, so I think I'm gonna roll with the Islanders just because. Look, if a, if a New York team wins, I'm, I mean, you're a Rangers fan. Dimitri's a Rangers fan. I mean. I I guess I'm a save. I, I like Buffalo teams just because no one does. But like I'm not an actual Sabres fan, so I'm rolling with the Islanders just because they look good. But let's be honest, the Bruins. You know the guy's a Daniel Chara. I don't even yeah, know if he's your boy. He is, I don't even know playing. if he's playing. he's playing. I didn't see any highlights of him. He might not be doing anything. But no, he's playing. Actually, I see him right now on the ice. Um, Boston's getting crushed by Tampa, six to one in the third right now. So Daniel Chara is there. He's still playing, um, which I'm surprised. He's in his early 40s, I believe. Like his 48th year in the NHL. I know. He's been there forever. <laughs> no, I, I do like how he plays. Uh, this will probably be his last year, though. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah, that, and also real quick, because I wrote this down, because I've, I've told you, I actually have notes here. I wrote down, so I got to like, really follow through. Uh, I was looking at like looking at the matchups to see who is like you know the efficiency and everyone. Dallas, the Dallas Stars, crazy high scoring right now, yeah. but also they're scoring very efficiently. There's the last game that they played against uh, uh, the Avalanche. Yep. They scored five goals or six goals in 26 shots, and yep. that's that's pretty efficient. So I, all I know is they've been winning by like scoring five six you know, points per game. So they look kind of scary too. Oh, I'm surprised. They've scored, um, what's this, 24 goals in the last five games. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, and that's why they, they, they're up 2-0 right now. And the thing is their goalie, Ben Bishop is hurt. So they don't have the regular goalie, but their offense has just been so good. Um, and I also I'm surprised. saw. I also saw 
<laughs> I'm I'm really informed right now. They in the regular season matchups against the Avalanche, they're four and zero. So mm-hmm. it's a done deal. All right, I'm calling it now. They're gonna sweep. I mean, they're up to nothing. They have a game sweep later up. tonight. Uh, I I still think Colorado's the um, favorite, but they're up to nothing. So clean sweep right now. Happens. You heard it here first. Yep, you heard it here first from Frosty. <laughs> Hockey's number one fan. It see, will be I'm interesting ready. to see the West Coast Finals, uh, the Western Conference Finals between Dallas and Las Vegas. Not hockey places at all. Hey, I actually think, Aaron, I know you like hats and jerseys. Check out some Dallas stuff. They have some good colors. There's some good Do logos. They? Check it out. Uh, I don't like it. The green. You don't like it? I love their you don't jerseys. Like the green? I'm pulling up the hats. Jersey. I'm pulling up the hats right now. Say less. Yeah, you should have a segment. Hat check. <laughs> I'm telling you, some teams, their hats just, you know, from for our listeners, our shot callers, I have, I'm like a hat crazy person, like fanatic. I have over like 130 hats for no reason whatsoever. Teams, all different types of teams, hockey teams, NBA teams, football, baseball. Baseball really just the Mets. But um yeah, I, I just can't stop. I see a nice hat. Even if I even if it's a team I don't really like know anything about, if the hat's nice, I'm getting it. Bottom line, there are some teams I won't get the hats for. I refuse to get any other team in the NL East. All right. So no Braves, no Phillies, no Nationals, no Marlins. Just the Mets. Everybody else is they're they're up you know up for grabs. The Marlins had some good colors back in the day when they were Florida. Yeah, oh, yes. they did. But that you could hat, easily buy the Seattle the Seattle hat. So so you could do you could do the vintage though. I, I could do the vintage Marlins, kind of to an extent. I have to really see it and really commit. I have wasn't not. It's been, same, wasn't it the same color as uh, Seattle, the Mariners? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much the same color. This green isn't that bad, man. I like it. I could rock with these hats. I could rock with these hats. Not this one. This one's ugly. But, <laughs> but, but like, this, I don't know if you can see this one. That one's ugly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, I don't like that's, the yeah, that's ugly. But, you know, overall, it's pretty nice. I would get it if it was on sale. I'd get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I came through with hockey talk. So I, every time we record, I'm gonna I'm gonna come through with the with the, the stats, you know what's right. happening, the matchups. I'm I'm all I'm all there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start watching when it's like the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. We're almost there. We're the really base, almost yeah. there. Everyone's yeah. tied. Everyone's tied right now, except except for the Stars. It's a it's yeah. a one one matchup. I'm hoping for some game sevens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I was thinking about when I looked through. Like the first round, there was no game sevens. There was barely any game mm-hmm. like sixes. Everyone just got washed through the first round. I, so I was really surprised. I thought a lot of those matchups were a lot closer. There was a couple game sixes, but yeah, you're right. There was no game sevens. Most of them were just five games and done. Yeah. So hopefully we get some more. Like, I mean, and also it's super high scoring. I don't think any defense is being played right now by all teams, not just the mm. stars. Most teams are scoring crazy amount of goals. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know. If people are just forgetting defense, like in the NBA, which we could trans, you know, 
kind of move on to that. No one's playing. No one's playing defense in the NBA right now. This bubble, Yo. the Clippers scored 150 against the Mavs. Like, I saw that. Like effortlessly. It was overtime. Like it was like, an all star game. Effortlessly. And they look, were on the fire, Mavs, though. I'm not gonna they lie. Were, they were on fire. They were. I, I. I'm really hoping. I mean, look. I I respect the boycott. I respect all like. The fact that we even have sports at this point is crazy. Like with COVID and everything, everything that's happened, it's insane. If we don't get it, you know, the rest of the NBA season, I'm cool with it. Um, but I really would like if they go, if they continue on, I'm just really excited to see what happens next. Cause it's not, it's not anyone's like, it's not a clear path for anyone right now, including the Clippers who just scored 150 piece on on the Mavs. It's it's not a clear run yeah. for anybody. Well, the East yeah. was pretty much done. I know the Magic won the first game, but Toronto, Boston, and Miami all swept. Milwaukee would have won tonight if they played. But the West, really besides Portland and uh, the Lakers, has been interesting. I know the Blazers won the first game. Everyone was going crazy. Dame Dollar was out. Um, yeah. But all those other matchups are surprisingly close. I brought the Nuggets and the Clippers were going to crush it. Nah, Clippers are overrated. The Clippers are overrated, you think? Everyone's been saying it's Clippers Lakers. I have been saying Clippers have been overrated since the moment they made that trade because I knew for, yeah, for PG, I, I knew it was like, I don't know. I, I just felt like it was too much too soon. Where they was like, they're gonna win championships within the next two years. They could, they very much could, but I don't see it. I don't think, I don't know. I just don't think they have that that killer instinct. They don't have LeBron. That's it. In my mind, they don't have LeBron. Uh, they got Kawhi though, and Kawhi might be low key the best player in the world. Low key. What's about? Like he he does it all, man. Like with the like. I don't think anyone's ever. I don't think anyone's ever said he's had a bad game. Like, he like what he brings, like his impact on the game, will never allow him to have a bad game. Even if he has a bad shooting night, his defense, like yeah. the in, the other intangibles that it takes to play this game, he's always doing something. It's not yeah. like Paul George, where everyone's making memes about him because he's playoff P and he can't he can't hit a three. He's like seven for like forty eight for three, in like three uh, games. Yesterday. You know what I mean? Not no. Yesterday he went off. Yeah, but because my thing is, you have Kawhi. Why do you have Reggie Jackson guarding Luca at the last shot? Like regardless, there was no pick or anything. They they could have put Kawhi on him. I mean, uh, I I agree because I'm trying to think of. Who else? Tim Hardaway? Really? He's gonna put you to, yeah. gonna put you down? I don't think so. Trey yeah. Burke, maybe. Trey Burke was Trey Burke's kind of a savage. I don't know. He he could yeah. hit that he game with shot. He's like a solid twenty, but like you don't even but, notice. But Doncic is the is the guy that you have to you gotta guard up. But also they had two options. They could have put PG on him. They could have put Kawhi on him because Paul George Bro. also 
underrated you wanna, defensively. You don't want to put you don't want to put PG on him. You see what they did it. They did to him. I know, but Dame also took the shot from half court, so that's that's. What well, did Luca almost just about? No, no, no. Luca hit the step back from the three. Well, Look, was... it was a crazy, it was a crazy game. But you're right; they they had bad matchups at the end, and they had time. They was like what, five seconds on the clock or something like mm-hmm. that. They had time yeah. to switch, you know, get in position real fast. Yeah, I don't know when they like had. He was underneath the rim trying to get a rebound. I was just, I it was just baffling. I don't know. So, but um, but as Chuck said, yeah, the West, the West is a little all over the place right now. Yeah, I'm loving um, the Denver Utah. I I think um, Utah's gonna take it. Like I said, Donovan Mitchell's super super slept on right now. Like, yeah. it, it makes no sense. For, I mean, it does make sense because he plays in Utah, but. A back to back fifty piece against a team that's supposed to be way better than you. I mm-hmm. don't know. But you know, I don't know. You, uh, the Nuggets came out swinging yesterday, and I haven't, I haven't seen Michael Porter Jr. make one mistake in any of the games that he played so far. He's a stud, man. He is. He really is. Um, Jamal Murray woke up yesterday, which is good. I mean, I'm not rooting for Utah. I mean, for Denver, but he dropped a like, fifty. He yeah. dropped fifty-two. They both had fifty back to like against each other in the same game. Yeah, like, I, and that was a fun game too. This whole that whole series is very fun. Um, I would say all the Western Conference series are right now too. Yeah, Rock, okay, Rockets see. under. You know, Rockets are playing defense, and it's kind of crazy to see. Like they're playing team defense. You look at the first two games; they're playing lockdown defense in some of these cases. But at also the same the same thing. OKC doesn't have a lot of offense, really. No. Like, they like if if Alexander isn't really doing anything, CP3 is just he's pretty much just like the uh, he's just leading the pack right now, but yeah. he's not really doing anything offensively. And then I think somebody who they should start going to more, my guy Danilo Gallinari. I'm just saying he's he's a problem yeah, for them matchup wise. He's six ten and could shoot the three. He could go over some of these guys. But if you put yeah. PJ Tucker on him, it's a done deal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, if, depending what the matchup you get, like, if you put PJ on him, it's a done deal. But if you put like Covington, not Covington's good on defense too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, you get if you get like Rivers or even Harden on him, then it might be an easier matchup for him. So they gotta start looking at him too. But OKC's just happy to be there. I think yeah, they're happy to be in the last. But. Is there any like timeline on Westbrook coming back? I don't know. I I don't know. They're probably gonna hold him off because they know that's gonna be. I I think they know they're gonna go past this round. Um, so they're just trying to rest him I, until. Because I think he's I think he's probably ready to go. If I had to, if I had, it's playoff basketball. I'm sure he wants to be out there. He's trying to win a championship. I'm sure he's just healing up for right now. But by next week, he should be playing. If there is a season next week, I, I think I think Westbrook will come back, and honestly, I think Giddens will come back tomorrow night. That's just my feeling. Um, I don't know about you guys. Do you think the season's going to finish? No, I don't think it's going to finish like this. No, it would kind of it kind it would kind of be a waste for them to do all this and 
like go through the whole bubble thing. Yeah. Play the last games. You know, um, I can see that this week ending, but they can't stop because yeah. once they leave, then they don't have a platform technically anymore anyway. Mm. So if they want to get their voices out there, they, they got to keep playing games and keep, you know, you know, putting their voice out for what they want. So if they stop now, they'd just lose it. I agree. I totally support them sitting now tonight and uh, protesting tonight. Um, maybe it happens again tomorrow, but I'd be surprised if it lasts too much longer. And if this is the end of the season, I think they'll finish out the season. No, yeah. they need, now they need – I mean, if they do, though, we are still in the first round, so it wouldn't have been that big. of Like, this is like the finals or like the Eastern or Western Conference finals. Things might be a little bit more dicier, but it's still the first round. So they could – if they – I mean, they're, they definitely could boycott the rest of it. I don't think they should. Um, like you guys said, they have this platform – Literally, they have this platform, like a national like platform. When when the season ends, unless if you're like a big name, and they're not really paying attention to what you're saying, unfortunately. So unless if you're like LeBron or Steph Curry, and you're saying whatever you're saying, no one's really gonna listen. And it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think about. But when you're at this platform, and you know and the Bucks just refuse to come out the locker room, you know, and they really put a stand on it, it speaks volumes. But if they're not having the season, doesn't speak as much, unfortunately. And and what's crazy, and what's crazy about so you know this this is happening. So I don't know. I I actually read this earlier because I've just been trying to like catch up on like all my notes on like everything and just trying to stay with everything. Do you guys know the the player on the Bucks, Sterling Brown? Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. Yes. So so he so apparently I I read this story which. It's a wild story. So two years ago in Milwaukee, which is, you know. Oh, yeah. I saw the video. Yeah. So he was like at a Walgreens and he got abused by, you know, police authority for no reason. He parked. and It was like late at night, parked in a handicapped spot. They asked him some questions. They called backup. But there's body cam footage. And he didn't do anything. He was just standing there, essentially. Did he get tased? He got tased. He had, uh, they had the knee on, on his neck and on his leg, and they tased him. Six officers on him. But he wasn't even resisting. He wasn't doing anything. They asked him to take his hands out of his pockets. Mind you, it's Milwaukee. It was freezing. He didn't want to. And that's what started everything. Um and I just found out about this story now, and this happened two years ago. Oh. And the Milwaukee uh, Milwaukee Police Department tried to try. I think they tried to settle with him, a four hundred thousand dollars settlement, and he refused to take it because he wanted to make his word, like his you know, his voice, be heard. Um, and he's been talking about it ever since then. But this is the first time I'm hearing about it, and I think it probably came out because this happened in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know. I I saw ESPN do a like a little bit of a not a thirty for thirty, but it was something like that. It was like a little snippet of, yeah. of what they did of what happened. Um but yeah, it wasn't really very known. 
Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't known. And then as I was reading, because he wrote like a, he wrote an article himself on the Players Tribune that when he was telling people about it or like his you know players and telling other people, no one was really supporting him. Like not like supporting him like they oh they had his back, but like they also didn't really like believe him. They probably thought that he was you know causing a ruckus or just doing something that he wasn't supposed to be. But then when the body cam footage came and showed that he wasn't doing anything, he had a lot more support. And, you know, this is two years later and I'm just finding out about this. So there's probably more people like me that are hearing stuff about this. And we just want to bring light to the situation. So I just wanted to bring that up. Um, it sucks. Definitely sucks. So if they choose to, and it's funny how the, the Bucks were the first team to really make a stand on this, you know, being mm-hmm. the, they don't care. I mean, look, they want to win a championship, but at the same time, like enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And they're, I think they're doing what what's what's needed. So if, they, like I said, if they boycott the rest of the season, I'm I'm I support it. You're not going to hear anything bad said from me. Um, and stories like this continue to happen, and it's really sad. So I just for people who didn't know, please check it out. Um, you can just Google it, and you'll see everything about it. But um, he's still protesting, still fighting about it. And uh, yeah, he didn't take the money and shut up. He's using his voice, his his platform to continue on. So I know we were talking about using your platform. So I just want to bring that up real quick. So shout out to Sterling Brown for that, you know, raising awareness. Yeah. All right. So any other things for basketball? No. Any predictions? I'm saying Lakers, Milwaukee finals, if there is a finals. I'm gonna say, uh, Lakers, Boston. Mm, that'd be fun. They have a good history. It's. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Oh, go ahead. Or, yeah. I'm just gonna say it's definitely not gonna be the Bucks. The Bucks are. They're not gonna <laughs> be able to do it. They, they're too exposed. They've been exposed since last since last playoffs when Kawhi exposed them. I'm telling you, they they are not. They they're a one man team, mm-hmm. they're a fast break team. What do you oh, cut? Chris Middleton got to step it up. When you cut it, when you cut them down to a half court team, it's a done deal. And if they see the Raptors again, in that half, it's going to be a done deal because Siakam's going to lock them down. I think at least contain him enough where like they have to cause the other guys to play, and if they don't play, they're going to lose. And people also. I'm not talking about Miami, so I'm just going to put out Miami is still there. Jimmy Butler is still a problem, but I'm saying it's going to be Lakers, Raptors. Okay, okay. So, so we're all different. All, all different right. East teams. All different all East, different. but yeah. But I got a question: <laughs> Is Kemba Walker the third option on offense on that on that Boston team right now? I don't think so. I think he's he's number two. He's definitely number two. He's not the third option, though. You think he's definitely number two? Okay. He get he get, he has the ball in his hand more than most of the players, so he has he has to be the number two. He makes stuff happen. But Jason Tatum is number one. I think Jalen Brown passed him. Nah, crazy. <laughs> no, I know that's your boy. I know that's your boy. Look, Kemba is my boy, but Kemba's—he's too much. You, as you can see, he's been too much of a problem. And he, when he just comes off the screens, he makes stuff happen. So no, he's, you're right. He's, he's the number two option, and then Jalen Brown. 
Are, are you guys surprised? I'm a little surprised that Boston swept Philly. I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah, at all. No, I'm not surprised they beat them, especially with Ben Simmons out, but I'm a little surprised they swept them. Nah. Last year they beat them 4-1. <laughs> this year they swept them. Jason Tatum, man. The future GOAT. But also, well, well, no, well, they didn't have Ben Simmons. If they had Ben Simmons, I think it might have been different. Yes, at least, on a, yeah. at least on a defensive uh, wavelength. But um, nah, I they were gonna lose that that series. It was a if they got if they got like if they had like Miami or the Raptors, maybe they could have possibly did something first round without Ben. But I think the Celtics are extremely hot right now. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, done deal. I'm just I was surprised I got swept. They should I thought they were gonna lose Who four to one. For? Who's the Celtics waiting for to um for the next round? Uh I'm not sure what no what they were Wait, um Celtics I believe are playing I think they're a matchup with Toronto and it'll oh, be Milwaukee right. and Miami. You guys wanna play some bets? I think the rap- have a problem. Bro, I- <laughs> <laughs> I I lost all my bets this whole week on on basketball. Now you want to bet again? <laughs> uh, I think the Raptors are gonna beat the Celtics in seven. I, I think they're just gonna go back and forth over and over again. Uh, That's what I'm rolling with. Going, I think the Celtics are in five. Celtics in five, you're bugging. All right, now you're being disrespectful. <laughs> you're being disrespectful. <laughs> they don't got Van Vliet, man. They don't got Van Vliet. <laughs> oh, I have a, another question for um, <laughs> basketball real quick. This is, this is a funny one. So do you guys know that Steph, Steph, Seth Curry, actually the only Curry that's in the playoffs right now is not Stephen. Um, but Seth Curry is married to Doc Rivers' daughter, mm-hmm. who happens to be coaching the Clippers. So, as the daughter, is she going for her father's team or her husband's team? You gotta go for the husband. I think she's going for the husband. Gotta be the and ride or die. That's gonna be a a, a very awkward Thanksgiving. <laughs> I really wonder if they do like joke about that though. Didn't Doc Rivers trade his own son, Austin Rivers? <laughs> yeah, he did. But he also traded for him too, but no one ever talks about that. <laughs> <laughs> they traded it for him and then years later they tra- he traded him. But whatever. I don't think he was the one that actually did it, but No, I, I think he was like a very like important part of that. Like told him like, Hey, let's get my son. Like I swear <laughs> to God, I'm pretty sure. And then when they traded him, they had to trade him. Do you think? Do you think like uh, his wife was nagging him because she was giving he wasn't giving his son playing time? <laughs> Austin, Austin Rivers is nice. No, he uh, is. I'm just saying. He who was the point guard <laughs> starting over him at that time? It's just when Chris Paul. Yeah. So there you go. And now he's now he's in Houston and he's behind Russell Westbrook. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's tough it's tough to be Austin Rivers. It's tough but, to be a mediocre point guard in the league. Seth, nah, Seth Curry, his his wife is definitely rolling with him. 
or, or or she's wearing one of those jerseys where it's like half and half. Like, yeah. Mm. But I wouldn't do that. That's disrespectful. That's your that's your husband. You gotta support him. You gotta support him. <laughs> I just want to be a fly on the wall during that Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. And then yeah. and, and then Steph and, and then Steph walks in the room is like, hey, what's up, guys? You what know, like he got three rings. He starts tapping it on the table. Like, just starts tapping it. <laughs> he just leaves one in the bathroom after he washes his hands. Oh, I left that in the bathroom. <laughs> he, he puts it in the turkey when he's cooking it. Oh, they cut it open. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I lost this one. <laughs> Yo, should we talk about the Slam Diego Padres? I love no that longer, name. No longer the San San Diego, the Slam Diego Padres. Yeah, they're. I mean, they've had a good never, run. I love the name, like but they're they're not doing that great this season. Nobody is over five hundred. They're second they're in their second. division. Uh, the Dodgers are the best team in the no one, majors no one right now. That. No one cares about that. But no, the the Padres are doing very well. Love the nickname. Um, I feel like they came out of nowhere too. They have they have some great young players. I mean, they got Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, I, I, sorry, I'm not that surprised that they're finally coming into it. But I just yeah, love the nickname. All they need, though, with all—I mean, look—they got all this offense right now. They got Eric Hosmer hitting home runs still. They need pitching, but five grand slams in six games is pretty impressive. And five different players. Like, first of all, how many times? Like, how do they keep getting these opportunities? Like, how bad are these pitchers that are just giving up these hits and walks to set up everybody like this? Like, this is crazy. But like you said, they're still kind of mediocre right now. But this is a shortened season. All you have to do is get over 500. You could possibly make the playoffs at this point. Because everybody's pretty mediocre except for like four teams. Mm-hmm. But the Padres are really fun to watch at the moment. I know I saw on ESPN, I wanted to ask you guys this. ESPN they were discussing, you know, since the Padres were hot for like a week and week and a half, they're all talking about Fernando Tatis Jr. and how he's having an MVP season in his second year. So they're saying they were discussing who would you start a franchise with, and they gave these three players. They gave Juan Soto from the Washington Nationals, Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves, or Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm. from the Padres, and. I think they all – it was four people, and they all said Tatis. Hmm. What are you guys thinking about that? I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'd be – if I'm a starting a franchise, I'd be happy with any of those three. I would probably actually, pick Acuna Jr. Off the I, I, actually, I think somebody picked – it was three Tatis and one Juan Soto, and no one picked Acuna. And I was very surprised because Acuna's actually been in the league the longest, and he's put up, like, mm. the crazier of numbers. But I guess because the other two are, like, a little bit younger, they're just going with them. And Tatis is, like – Tatis already has, like, 10 home runs or 11 home runs in, like, a month, essentially. 
So, of course, he's the hot hand. Everyone's on him right now. So, I, I, I get it. But I, I'm rolling with Acuna on that one. And they're playing. They're not playing. They're not playing as many teams as they usually would. Yeah. So. Especially, you know I mean? especially with, like, COVID, man. There's some teams yeah. that don't <laughs> – the Marlins played, like, 10 games this whole year yeah. <laughs> already. And then so, the Mets had a, had their COVID scare. They just just when just, the when the Yankees were like the news and they were going downhill, all the injuries. The Mets were like, "Yeah, we got COVID." <laughs> three three of my friends who are Yankee fans said, "Wow, very how convenient the Mets got COVID just when they're about to play the Yankees." And I'm like. Yeah, of course this would happen because this is this is what people do. They text me out of the woodworks. Don't people that don't text me text me like, "Hey, what happened with the Mets here?" And um, you know who was one of them? Yeah, mm-hmm. you could guess one at least one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and Dinesh. Dinesh was the first one to text me. He texted me like eight in the morning too, like bright and early. He woke up and told me this. <laughs> oh, you mean our podcast cricket expert? Dinesh. Yeah, man. I don't know what happened to that, man. We we really we really dropped the ball this month with episodes. We were supposed to have an international episode. I still like it. The international episode. I rugby, cricket, hurling. Football. We still need D to watch the watch that show on Netflix. That's true. Matasio Storio. Uh what's it called? Home game. Home game, Home game on Netflix. It's yeah. like what seven seven episodes international yeah, it's like sports. Six or seven. It's, it's yeah, it's so many it. sports. Yo, Casio Storio. I cannot wait to talk about Casio Storio. It's. <laughs> I don't even know if you're saying it right, but if you are, yeah, that one's crazy. That's the <laughs> and, and that's the first episode. Once you watch, uh, once you watch yeah, the first yes. five minutes of it, you're gonna be like, all right, I'm too. I'm I'm all in. Watch no, that I, in a quick, in a quick three hours. It's one of my bucket list things right there is go to Florence to watch a Casio Storio match. I'm I'm gonna be right there with you on the plane. We're going over, man. I'm ready. I wanna see that. I'm gonna paint my face. <laughs> I'm gonna be out there. Just not right now, you know, it's COVID, but I'll definitely start that tomorrow. Gotta check that out. So, what do we think about baseball? Who, who do we? Is any team sticking out right now? The Yankees were hot, and they cooled yeah. off a lot. They cooled off. That's what Them, you call cooling off. Well, yeah, yeah. right now been, they're not in the playoffs. It, it's they, like final destination over there with the Yankees. They are taking out one by one. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and then Judge got hurt. Judge is hurt right now too. Mm-hmm. The, the Tampa Bay Rays, they are hot right now. Hot right now. Number one in the AL East. Yeah. Uh, the Oakland, Oakland A's. Oakland number A's. One in the AL. The A's, you know what? They always do it with, like, nobody, man. They have, like, no stars, but they always make it happen. Yep. It's true. It's called fundamental baseball over there. Moneyball. Moneyball, that is the is. So how far are we into the season right now? We got one month. We're halfway into the season. Yeah, trade uh-huh. deadline is Monday. So once you hit that deadline, it's 
pretty much half the season. So we have like one month left. Hmm. And we're definitely going to – I mean, look, there's some teams, like like I said, that really got hurt. The Marlins barely played, but now they're making their games. The Cardinals have barely played this season. They're only – they only played, what, 19 games, which is crazy. They've missed most of the season already. Um, they're still second place, so I don't know how like how they're doing it. They're just doing it by winning percentage, I guess. Mm-hmm. But because the Brewers and the Reds both have more wins than them, but they're third and fourth. So people are yeah. just gonna get lucky this year. That's why I said if you hit 500, you might make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, especially with the expanded playoffs. So let's go, Mets, man. We're oh, taking yeah, it. About that. Once we get in there. Yeah, like 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 the Yankees and the Mets, who have like great pitching. All they need to do is need to get in the playoffs. They have three man rotation. Mets pitching is ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Grom, and then no one else after that. <laughs> no one else. Our offense yeah, has been you, good. This- you figure you get gonna yes. get the Grom what every game one, game four. He's pitching him every every game. <laughs> he's going he's going five six innings every game. We need him to. He can yeah, do Pe- it. Peterson's been doing well. He's on the, he's on the injured list right now. He had a he had a messed up shoulder right now. The rookie the rookie sensation. L- Lugo's been doing well. Well, yeah. Steven Match they took him out. They just took him smooth out. They put him as put his ass in the bullpen. He's awful, yeah. man. Yeah, Garrett Cole had Garrett Cole had his first loss. I heard, yeah, like man, first he like regular season loss in like forever, and like thirty something starts. I think it was, which is wild. That's crazy. That's super wild. Yeah, I I think right now my favorite team to watch at the moment, like that's gonna make the most moves. I'm really feeling this White Sox team, man. I know Giolito just had that, that no-hitter, but I don't know if you guys remember, I said before the season started that the White Sox and the Reds are going to be sneaky good this in this shortened season. They got enough offense to make it interesting, and they have a decent amount of pitching to make it interesting. And right now, Giolito just hit it through a no-hitter. I think it's possible. So I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with the White Sox this year. If it's not the Mets, I'm rolling with the White Sox. As an early mid-season suggestion for the World Series. I think it's going to be the, the Dodgers. I think this is it. It's when they finally win it. Because of Mookie. Yo, if Mookie uh, wins it his first year, even in the shortened season, they're going to build a statue of him. Well, if it's not going to be Yankees for me, which I think it's going to be I'm gonna go for <laughs> the Mets. I'm gonna. <laughs> I honestly want the. I want the Mets to be there. Um, because against the city height. I'm trying but, to be um, in the parade, mask on. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll probably go with Oakland. Just cause. I like it. Talk about ugly hats. The Oakland Athletics, man. Those are some ugly hats. But you know what? They're classics. And I like them, but they're ugly. <laughs> I like how Great ugly classics. they are. 
So what else is there to talk about right now? Football is about to start there. this week. There's nothing's happening there yet. Yeah. Well, there's uh, WWE has been on this whole time. SummerSlam just happened. SummerSlam just happened. Uh, How still was it? No- it was cool. I mean, so this is the first uh, big event that they had uh, fans, virtual fans. They built this. So right now they're moving from their performance center in Orlando to, to where the Orlando Magic play. The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. So basically they just built like – I'll send you a picture of it. The, it's basically they took the entire arena and just put like screens around it, I guess. And Like the NBA? Like the, like the NBA, but it fills the entire stadium, okay. entire arena. And – Every like twenty minutes they cycle or thirty minutes they cycle out people so everybody gets a chance to get on there. All you have to do is just register and they'll throw you in there. That's um, cool. So that was the first time they did that. They had some cool matches. Uh Drew McIntyre against Randy Orton for WWE championship or in lost. It's a great match though. Great match. Uh what else happened? <sighs> I'm drawing blanks. Sasha no, Sasha lost. Sasha lost against Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. And then Asuka was pulling double duty and went up against her best friend, Bailey, and she lost to Bailey. So Bailey's still champion for like a whole year now. She's she's riding high. She's double belted up. She got a tag team, <laughs> women's tag team championship on one shoulder, the SmackDown Women's Championship on the other shoulder. She, she's belted up right now. Mm. Uh, but nah, Sasha, it's a done deal for her. Sorry, sorry, guy. It's a done deal. Uh, nah, she's she's trash. <laughs> she's not gonna do it. <laughs> and then we got uh, pretty much the only other thing that was important was Bray Wyatt, the Fiend versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. And no one, no one really cares about the outcome of it. Bray won the match. But Roman Reigns finally came back after being away for the last seven months or I six months. Yep. Um, yeah, and now it sets up a triple threat match for another back-to-back pay-per-view weeks. So I go from SummerSlam to the new uh, to another pay-per-view payback this Sunday, and uh, it's a triple threat. No holds barred. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus the Fiend. Bernie Wyatt. So it should be a good one. They really haven't announced much else. But uh yeah, that's a big match. Roman Reigns mm-hmm. haven't seen him in forever. You know, he he had his little uh leukemia issue back in the fall last year. So I think he was really just very cautious with everything because of COVID. So we just haven't seen him in a long time. It's still kind of surprising he came back because they were filming Florida, which is like, you know. Sorry for all the listeners in Florida, but one of the dumbest states when it comes to COVID. So I'm very surprised he came back in, in general, but he looked good and I'm ready to see it on this Sunday. So yeah, that's it. Quick wrestling news. Nothing nothing too much. And then that's it. I think we I think we're all caught up after a month away. Yeah. We're all caught up. It's been a month, man. We looked it up. Last time we recorded was on July 31st. Wow. Crazy. Our shot caller is leaving us. 
they think we abandoned them. <laughs> but we're going to end it off with the only way we know how to do. I don't think we have any rants. I think life has been pretty decent right now. Do you have any rants? Um, not really. Yeah, no, no rants. No rants. So we're going to go with number 30. This is episode 30. The best number 30. There's a lot of them. Guys, this is this is a tough one. There's way there, too many number 30s. There is a lot of number 30s. So I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Chuck's going to say every single one of them because he can never <laughs> he can never pick one. But <laughs> all right, so I'll go with what I think is the best. How about one from each sport? Okay, I think that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's super fair. Um, for baseball, I was gonna say Nolan Ryan. Okay, Lynn Nolan Ryan Jr. Five thousand seven hundred fourteen strikeouts. Like that. Those. That, that that's probably not going to beat seven career no hitters. Also a record, probably never be beat. Twenty seven years he played. Yeah, that's also never going to be beat. I don't even know if that's a record, but twenty seven years is wild. I'm only twenty six. <laughs> he played <laughs> like that's wild to think about. Yeah. Nolan Ryan. All right, I'll raise you. Actually, this is kind of lowered. Actually, I don't know if I can raise you for baseball. I was gonna say Ken Griffey as a Ken Griffey know, Jr. as a I know as a red. I know. He, I know. he was number thirty because he wasn't really that great anymore, but he's still a great, like an all-time great. So I, I'll throw him in there for number thirty for baseball. An honor, Dimitri, and an honorable mention, Michael oh. Conforto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna go with. Um, Seth Curry. Uh, I thought we were just going by each sport. Seth and Curry. Oh, are we doing by sport? Uh, I wasn't sure. We were just doing it like that, but it doesn't matter. Uh, just go for it. But yeah, Seth Curry would have been my basketball pick. Yeah, the greatest shooter in NBA history. I'm going to just say it. Um, made the most threes ever already. Like way, like a long time ago. <laughs> he, uh, um, he changed the game. Now everybody's Dude. shooting three. Everybody gets shooting now because of him. So, yeah, yeah that's true. Him. Yeah, I, that, my basketball pick would have been Seth Curry. Mm. My basketball pick, uh, Bernard King. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I get it. Let's go next. Just kidding. We got the eighth. <laughs> yeah, we got the eighth pick. We didn't even talk about that. Oh God. Do we have to though? We have to. How would they do this to us? All right. We were at least a lock for a top five. At least a lock. Even like a like it could have been a sneaky one or two pick. We got the eighth pick. The last time we got an eighth pick, you know who we got? Um uh Jordan Carson. No, we didn't. We didn't draft Jordan Clarkson. I think you mean uh, Lakers drafted him. You talk about the other Jordan. Uh, oh, Jordan uh, um, Hill, Hill, Hill. Jordan Hill. Jordan, Jordan. Yes, yes. You're I think right. we. I think we drafted Neil Akina as well eight. at number eight. I think so. I think you're right. And that yeah. was one of the worst picks in NBA history. 
All right, just putting it out there. But continue on. Bernard King. <laughs> Who else we got? Uh, there's a lot of NHL. So 30 is a very common number for, for the goalies. goalies. I wrote this down as a question. I was going to ask you, what's, what's the best number 30? There's a lot of, it's a tough, lot of goalies. Tough as a Ranger fan. But, yes, it's Marty Bedore from the Devils is the best number 30. Henry Klunquist is there, too, but it's very clear Bedore is number one. Um, Gump Worsley, other Canadians way back in the day is up there. Um, not going to go Cam Ward? Come on, man. No, not Cam Ward. Throw <laughs> um, down name. <laughs> but we have Ed Belfort also would be up there. Um Brian Miller, a little more recently, probably the best American goalie. <laughs> and even uh, Terry Shortchuck would be up there. But so many great goalies were number 30 in the NHL. But definitely Marty Bedore would be number one. Is a uh, question is, is Todd Gurley technically a great number 30? He had like yeah, a couple good years. Two seasons. I would say was... Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis, definitely. Would be the better for the NFL. Yeah. But I, I, think, num- I think number one best uh, – so who's the number one best 30, you think? Nolan, Nolan Ryan, or Steph, Ryan or Steph Curry or Marty Broder. It's got to be between one of those three, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. All right. So who has more championships? Or, or Terry Kittles. Oh, my God. He's a great <laughs> – <laughs> I would say Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Well, well, Nolan Ryan only has one championship. Do you know which team he has it with? Yeah, the seventy-nine Mets. The sixty-nine. Sorry, sixty-nine Mets. Sixty-nine Mets. There you go. That was my one trivia of the day. (laughs) (laughs) You know who's one of the best hitters of all time, though? Number thirty, Jose Offerman who uh, almost got arrested because he hit somebody with a baseball bat while playing is, minor league baseball. Isn't that uh, the the wrestling, the girl? The, the she's like He's like a dad of someone from from WWE, I think. Oh, I think he's... Uh, I think... The father? I think no, I think you're right. I think of it. Um, you know what? He's the father-in-law of, of Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt married his daughter. Yes. I forget her name, though. Uh, Jojo Offerman. Jojo Offerman. I think she's more of an announcer, not so much a uh, a fighter. I don't know. You're the wrestling expert. <laughs> I forgot her name, but I think it, yeah, it's Jojo. So yeah, number thirty, man. We're thirty of these things. Thirty of these episodes. Yeah, we're approaching a year, man. Already, I already know who Aaron's a pick for thirty-one. By the way, for thirty-one, uh, we're not going to say it. But I know who I'm going to pick. This <laughs> one just randomly just says all thirty-one. <laughs> he's the he's the greatest at his position, but we won't say it. We won't talk about it now. It's a I don't know. What he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know. There's only no, there's only one number thirty one that matters, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing else matters except for that. 
But yeah, October will make will make a full year. We're we're approaching. We got this. We have to do something big. In the one year. Yeah, for season two, the season two mm. premiere. I uh, I I've been talking to Nicole's cousin. But we might me might need to do like a revamp on some things. Maybe a new, a, a, like a different, maybe not a different logo, but like a like a refresher type of deal. Like trying to change things up. And I got, I got some ideas. I'm, I'll run by you guys after. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk later. All right, I'll be here. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. You have anything you want to close out with? Um, not really. Just hope that we can get past where we are now mm. and just move forward and be yeah. nice to each other. For real. I agree. Let's end on that. Be nice. Please, shot callers, be nice to each other. And wear a mask. Yes, still wear a mask. It's not over yet. Yeah, what do you guys think about the NFL having uh, stands, fans in the stands? I don't think there will be an NFL season. <laughs> Something about every sport that we that's happened. I don't think it's going to be NHL. NHL. I don't think it's going to be NBA. NBA. <laughs> no, I, I only think he said that about baseball. I did say about baseball. He definitely said I don't remember him saying that. We all said it about baseball. No, Chuck definitely said it about each sport. And then hockey, he didn't talk about, but now hockey. So are you guys placing a bet on this one as well, or what, what, what's happening here? No, I, <laughs> I think they lost $20. I think – I'll tell you why I think the NFL is going to go. Because the NFL is the NFL. They are like <laughs> they, – they, they're just like the mafia or like – if they if they they're not gonna lose money they're not gonna lose money so they're gonna get it done no matter what even if they have to lie about the testing yeah you know so. what I, you know what i was thinking that theory though i was thinking if the nfl season was happening now and that that shooting that just happened and how players are boycotting in the nba and stuff i guarantee if the nfl play, if the players in the nfl started boycotting they would just do get. I feel like the NFL would just get replacements, like Absolutely. just like the move, just like the movie, get replacements and then continue on with the show. A hundred percent. Yeah. They're Either not gonna postpone nothing. Gone. Yep, they're gonna sign the XFL players. They're not gonna. They're gonna keep going. It's. I it's guarantee not gonna... you, if an NFL player dies of COVID, they will still play. It, there's no stopping this train. No way. No way. It's no I mean, way. <laughs> You're right. They are kind of like the know, mafia. <laughs> they they had that whole dispute with the uh the guy for the CTE. Try to shut him up. He still came out. They still went on. So, you think a little COVID nineteen is gonna stop them? <laughs> a little COVID. <laughs> Now you're right. I I agree. I 100% believe that NFL is a bunch of crooks, man. That's why I don't watch football. I just talk. I just watch the highlights so I could talk to you guys about it. But that's about it. I don't watch NFL. So. Bunch of crim. Bunch of criminals. <laughs>
Yep. But yeah, that's it. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back, hopefully on a weekly basis again. <laughs> we, we're we're going to make it happen, all right? So stick with us, all right, Shot Callers? Stay safe out there. All right, all right. guys. You heard our call. What's yours? <laughs>